0: Hello, Peter Gianoli here and welcome to the Marketing 24-7 podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about the importance of consumption. What do I mean by that? What I mean is why customers need to actually consume what they purchase. Look, we all know that a key component of any marketing strategy is to get your customers to talk about you and to share what they've purchased with their various networks, But did you know, this cuts both ways. It takes more than just getting people to buy from you. It also means making sure that they actually consume or use the products that they purchase from you as well. Now, this is particularly important because if a person does not consume what they purchase from you, well then obviously, they're not gonna experience any of the benefits. And if they don't experience any of the benefits, there'll be no reason for them to tell anyone else about it. As we all know, referrals are an essential part of any business marketing mix. And if you focus on encouraging consumption or utilisation of the product or service that you've sold them, you're going to be ultimately making it easier for them. But more importantly, you're going to be making it easier for them to refer what you offer to others and in effect, helping you. There's also another side benefit, and that is the people that have purchased something from you are more likely to purchase something else from you than brand new customers. But there's one caveat, that only occurs if they've used what you sold them in the first place. And if they haven't used it, then they're no better than a cold customer. So let's look at a company that does this exceptionally well. And without doubt, it's Apple. Whenever you go to the Apple store and you buy something, I don't know about you, but when I get home, I love opening my latest Apple purchase. Do you? Well, why is it that we love it so much? Well, number one, because everything is beautifully packaged. It's simple, it's clean, it's fresh. Once you open the box, everything is intuitive. You know exactly what to do next. It just feels like it guides your hands. And once you switch the product on, the instructions are there. Clear, simple, bold. That wonderful hello or holla, depending on what country you bought your Apple product from. And probably even more importantly, thanks to their exceptional marketing, the stuff that went on before you even purchased it, you know the pleasure that lies ahead of you when you're going to start using it. In fact, as I said, consumption starts with the marketing. There's a guru in advertising, Gene Swartz, and he used to say, your ad is simply the functional Product, details of what it does for them, which you've sent to them in advance of the product itself. Think about that for a minute. If you build such a great dream in the advertising, then they just have to get the product, and then once they've got the product, they should be excited to use it, so that they can get the advantages that they saw in the advertising in the first place. And Apple make that seamless. Now. A lot of businesses are just glad to get a sale. I understand that. I get it. A lot of businesses hope that nobody refunds what they've sold them. But honestly, that's playing not to lose instead of playing to win. Fact is, great marketers always think of two sales that they have to make. Number one, the product sale. And then number two, the sale of getting them to consume the product or service. So how can you encourage your customers to consume what they've purchased from you? Now, there's a few ways. Obviously, offering educational materials and tutorials that show people just how to use the product in an easy and fun way. How about making sure in the first place the product's easy to use? And if not, have support that's available for them that's easy to find. Make sure if you've got instructions that there's clear instructions and show how to do what they want or need to do with your product or service. I know in my case, when I sign up a new client for my consulting services, I send them a user guide. I got that idea, I might add, from Apple. Send clients a user guide, even if you're offering them a service. Tell them how they can engage with you, how, what to expect from you, how you like to work. If nothing else, what I've found is they pass that on to other people saying, look at this guy. He's really organised. Look at this guy. He really wants me to get benefits from his consultancy. So once again, Apple does things exceptionally well. They're always innovating. They're always creating new products. But not only that, not only do they look great, but as I say, they're easy to use as well. And once again, thanks to their exceptional marketing Customers know the pleasure that awaits them when they open the box. Maybe as an assignment, here's here's something you might want me to force you to do. Go and buy something from Apple. Open up, maybe a new iPad, open up the box, and what's in the box is just as important, if not more, than the product itself. So if you want to sell your products or services, make sure there's no barriers between your customer and the enjoyment of them by encouraging consumption every step of the way. One of the things you gotta keep in mind is that when a person makes a purchase in your environment, like in your store or on your sales page, or in your Instagram feed if you're advertising on Instagram, or at a conference where you tell them that something's on offer and they rush to the back of the room, or if you've got them in a sales office environment, Well, you've got to understand that when they're making that purchase, they are focused on you. They're in your environment. But once they've made the purchase and they take the product away or they wait for the product to arrive, whatever the situation is, they return to their own world, their own environment. And in their own world and their own environment are the day-to-day stresses and strains in fact a lot of people purchased your product whatever it might be to improve their lives to get away from their stresses and strains so if you don't encourage them to use your product they'll be in an environment where those stresses and strains are still there and they won't be able to overcome them so you've got to force them to consume and you do it obviously in a nice fashion. I remember when the latest guru, sales guru, used to come into town and do the big conferences, and then there would be the $1,500, $2,000 products at the back of the room that people can purchase. Back in the day when they were CDs and videos and tapes. And then I used to go and visit clients, and I'd see in the room the pack that they'd bought from that guru. And I can tell you now, nine out of 10 of the times, the pack was still shrink-wrapped in the plastic. They'd never opened it. They put it up on their bookcase, uh, but it never, ever got opened, need alone listened to. What was the value of that? They were transformed whilst they were at the conference, they were ready to change, and then they went back to their office, and all the stress and all the strain was still there, and they never quite got to improving themselves or improving their business or improving their sales, whatever the promise will be. So don't you fall foul of this either. What you've got to do is make sure you have follow-up and remind them of the benefits of using your product or service after you've sold it to them. Showcase to them how others have used your product and service in an inspiring way. Use client testimonials to show how they overcame the same struggles by using your offering. The important thing is to never stop encouraging your customers to consume what they've purchased from you. This will create, without doubt, a stronger connection with them, and it'll make it more likely that they're going to refer others to you in the future. What's more, they're probably going to buy the next thing that you offer them as well. Now, let me give you another example. Recently, I signed up for an online course called Ship 30. More on this in many episodes to come. But in a nutshell, it's about content creation. Now, it doesn't start until next month. And for the record, it wasn't cheap. And like any buyer, it didn't take me long after I'd parted with my money, I started feeling buyer's remorse. I mean, you gotta know that. Whenever you sell something to somebody, particularly if it's a high cost item, buyer's remorse will, or most likely, kick in. So to help overcome that, you've got to think of encouraging consumption. Now, thanks in this instance to some well-timed, well-thought-out emails that are kind of going, congratulations, it starts next month. Hey, to get in preparation for it, why not watch this informative video? Why not watch this case study about what this person got out of the course? Why not think about how you might prepare for the course by doing A, B, C, and D? And just with that, didn't take much, links to a helpful video, the odd case study, whatever it was, it had me excited. I can't wait for next month. Now, buyer's remorse is out the window. I'm ready to go. Now, a lot of you might say, Peter, that's great. But what about if it's a service? How do you encourage consumption? Well, the best way to overcome the resistance that people have to consuming what they purchase, especially services, is by helping them see how easy it is to get started. If you have to, offer a trial period, offer a consultation where they can try out the service in the first place. Here too, provide educational materials. As I said, mine's a service, I give them a user guide. Another great example is a local health club around the corner here. They regularly introduce 30-day, 14-day, 7-day, AB, BICEP, you name it, challenges. And not for new members, but for current members. And all of these challenges have got built-in rewards and incentives. That's fantastic because that's encouraging people who've signed up for whatever reason, to become fit. And then, of course, their life gets in the road and they stop becoming fit. They've got to find a way to inspire them again. And they do it with these innovative challenges. Whatever it is, it works. If you really want to know how to do it, just watch what Netflix and Spotify do if you happen to have signed up to them. Because after all, their services are continuity services. And all you've got to do is cancel your credit card at the end of the month and they've lost you. So these guys are the masters of keeping you engaged and keeping you wanting their service because they need you to keep subscribing. So let's wrap this up. Encourage customers to consume what they purchase from you, both in the moment and, of course, after the fact. The key takeaway here is it's just not enough to simply make a sale, the first sale. Instead, you need to think about your customers' consumption habits as well, so that not only once you've sold them, you have to also sell them on becoming fully satisfied with their decision. As I've already said, the only way you will grow your business is through a healthy referral network. And the only way you're going to get that is having satisfied, fully engaged customers and clients. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter Gianoli. I'll be back soon. Bye for now. That was Marketing 24-7, the podcast. And if you'd like to double, triple, or quadruple your business by implementing some of my proven client generation strategies, then I urge you to avail yourself of my free four-part masterclass series by visiting petergianoli.com forward slash CGS. That site again, petergiannoli.com forward slash CGS. That's right. That will give you four masterclasses, all free of charge. It will set you up so that you can double, triple, or quadruple your business. Bye for now.